today, hello, um, it's a little sparkle. We're going to talk today about spread your sparkle. And um, I know that you guys are like, oh my goodness, sparkle. I don't quite relate to that word. Well, actually you do. So uh, men that are here in the audience, why don't you think a little bit about that new toy that you get? You know, maybe it's a forerunner or um, a nice clean car, uh, maybe a boat, maybe a fishing fishing, you know, a, gun, a new gun, whatever it is, I have to say there's sparkle in your eyes when you look at that thing, right? I mean, come on, ladies, I can say. Um, and of course, you know, I think, men, the day you, if you are married and the day you got married, I'm sure there was a sparkle in your eye. Um, also, I believe that maybe if you have kids and the first time you ever held your son or daughter men, you probably had a little bit of sparkle in your eye. Now, as women, we always have heard down through the years when we are a bride and get married, oh, you, you're sparkling, you're glowing, look at your, it's just all over you. Um, or when you're pregnant and we feel the grossest that we could ever feel and everybody's like, oh, you're just glowing, you have such a sparkle. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. my ankles are 5,000 feet wide and I just, I'm sparkling. Um, so there you go. We're going to learn about spreading our sparkle today because it's the 4th of July. So happy 4th of July weekend, everyone. Um, I just wanted to have that little introduction so you men don't shut me out automatically when I say sparkle. But I do have the decorations. I am Virginia Ruth Jr. Um, my mother loved every holiday, and there were decorations all over the house for any and every holiday that she could decorate for. So I'm doing this in memory of her to have some sparkle as I speak on Spread Your Sparkle. Okay, here we go. So this weekend we're celebrating the big three F words said that. <laughs> the big three F words. They are family, friends, and fireworks. Amen? Fireworks. So people are traveling, taking vacations. People are making memories in their communities. Um, we have a big memory here in Charleston where they brought the big regatta back. What's it's been gone for quite a while. And all through the years, they would end in fireworks. And I think they're still doing that this year. So the word I'm going to focus on in today, what do you think? Sparkle fireworks, right? I'm going to focus in on that word. So if you want to know a little bit of history, here we go. It originated in the 2nd century BC in Luang, China, I guess you could say. When a bamboo stalks were thrown into the fire, it would make a big explosion. So that's like the very first talked about fireworks. Then Fireworks became a tradition with um, England's King Henry VII when he included fireworks at his wedding celebration in 1486. And who knows how they made them. Maybe they took bamboo sticks and put gunpowder in it and threw it in the fire. I'm not real sure how they did it, but that's the, that was listed. So then it's a legend that here in America that Captain John Smith set off the first fireworks display in American colonies in Jamestown, Virginia in 1608. How many of you are history buffs in here? Any hits? Matthew raised his hand. Yeah, I am not, but I thought this was interesting to know about where fireworks came from. And fireworks were used at the very first 4th of July celebration in what year? All right, 1776. So when you look up the word fireworks, there are several meanings, but I choose to focus in on the last one that's listed. Fireworks is a display of brilliance and energy. So here's a little story. As a child, I had memories of walking down Main Street in Nitro, and we would have a group of people walking with us going down, and we would cover this whole block 
mean, I was a little child. We would cover, cover this whole block, and we would be waiting in anticipation. Probably, you know, daddy's always early, so we're probably there an hour early, um, putting our blankets out, talking, chatting. So then all of a sudden you hear, and the first one goes off. And so, of course, you hear the ooh and the ah, you know. Of course, my dad was probably the one in enticing everybody to do the oohs and the ahs. But then there was my brother Jason. Y'all probably don't know much about him. He's between Jamie and I. And he was quite the character. Sorry, dude, if you're listening. Um, <clears throat> but every time a boom would go off, that kid would ooh like he was shot in a gun and ooh, like he was shot and his energy was off the top you know because it's exciting it's going off and he's just acting out like being shot and throwing himself in all different positions on the ground and I think that's so funny because really it brought joy to the people that were around not only watching the fireworks because he didn't care what people were thinking he didn't care at all and he was an added sparkle to the fireworks when we were kids so there's a little story. But the other night, Emily and I decided to go. Emily's my daughter. We decided to go look for fireworks, and we went up the street in our car. And all you have to do around here is look for the white tents because <laughs> they're on every street. So we found a tent, and we went in there. And I, as I was walking around looking at all the different stuff, I was like, man, fireworks are a lot like us humans. So here's five that I was thinking about are a lot like us. So the round things that you throw on the ground and they don't need a light and they just go boom. Y'all know this come in a little box, the little kids pop snaps and you just throw them on the ground and they just make a big noise. I'm sure you can think of some humans that are like that as we move on. Um, the smoke bomb, you just light it. You throw it on the ground, and all it does literally is just smoke, 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 and stinks to high heavens. Seriously, it just smokes. There's no brilliance or sparkle to it, but they call that a firework. Okay, the next one is a firecracker, which my mom literally did not like because it's just constantly. You light it, you throw it on the ground, it just swirls, you know, and whistles and swirls and whistles, and, you know, that's a lot of the kids' favorite ones because it's, it's exciting. Once you do it, it just goes crazy, okay? All right, then there's the bottle rocket. So we love these at our house. It has the long stick. You light it. You stick it down a bottle. You hold the bottle, and it goes, you know, it takes off, and it's a little bit of a light, you know, goes sizzles through the air, and then boom, instant sparkle, but it's gone really quick. You know, that's what a, and it's gone. Okay, then last we have the grand finale. The fireworks ending moments that are spectacular with sound and sight, and the energy in that is over the top. I don't know if you're watching um, New Year's Eve fireworks, especially for me, and all the orchestras playing on TV, and they're just, oh, it's just like, ah, oh, you know, and inside of you, this energy's building up and this excitement's building up. That's the grand finale. It's I got sparkles of all shapes and sizes. It, it's just beautiful. It's radiant. So I know that I have experienced one or two of these fireworks in my lifetime, <laughs> whether it was people towards me or me myself being that, um, allowing my pain and my hurt to be covered up and to cover my sparkle up. And y'all know that if you know me as a child, I really am different and I, I like to dress different and I'm, I like drama and I like to act and I like to sing. And through the years, through church events, through church trauma, through religious trauma, through trauma in my own family, um, through experiencing my mother's death um, on the side of the road, 
uh, to going through a divorce this past year. Trauma is not fun, and it will take your sparkle away. It will take complete energy out of your body. Um, I can probably relate mostly to the smoke bomb in the last few years because it's just, it seems like... <laughs> that I would try to spread my sparkle and I would try and try and try, but it just ended up being covered up by the smoke and life just stunk really bad. It just stunk. And I didn't want to do that anymore. So about a year ago, I started getting therapy because I wanted to get the, the sparkle back in my eyes. I wanted to find deep down inside how I can ignite that and bring it forward and begin to spread it again because that's who I am. Not everybody is called to spread your sparkle through vocally or through singing um, or through ministering. Some of y'all are to spread your sparkle just by simply smiling at somebody across the restaurant. That's, that's simple, but it spreads a sparkle. Never know what that person's going through, and a simple smile lights it up. So when we think about sparkle, um, you know, you think about diamonds, of course, as women. You know, shine like a diamond, sparkle like a diamond. Um, we think of candles, we think of fireplaces, we think of fireworks, think of all kinds of different things. But the definition of sparkle for me, I kind of made up my own. I looked at the internet and this is what I came up with. A sparkle is when you shine brightly with glittering flashes of light and you are vivacious and witty. That's my definition of sparkle. So for me, it is interesting how the last six years that I have lost that last years of my life, I've lost it. But the last year to six months, I'm trying to gain it back. And I want to share with you, it's real quick, just a few things of how I found my sparkle back. Now, it's not all the way. It's there some days, and then I let, I let off a smoke bomb <laughs> on a day or two. And sometimes I'll let off a firecracker on a day or two. But here's just three little short things that I want to share with you to help you regain your sparkle. If you've been through trials, if you just have had, excuse my language, a sucky year, then let's think about this. Watch your emotions. So our emotions, they are our indicator. Which direction are you headed? So the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? That's in Nehemiah 8:10. Joy provides strength. Joy is a motivator. Joy comes from within. Joy helps you display your sparkle. So that's just one emotion that we can watch for. So what in your life can you watch for that brings you joy? Somebody just tell me one thing that brings you joy. Family. So when you find yourself in the dark place and losing your sparkle, you think of your family and that joy starts. And so pay attention to that joy. Anybody else? Yes? Her, she brings your spouse brings you joy. Oh, that's so wonderful. That's just so great. I love it. It's great. So every time you look at her, it helps you check your emotion. It's your indicator. She brings me joy. She also hits really hard, which makes your sparkle go out. So, you know, y'all can work on that. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but just paying attention to, emo to your emotions, watching what ignites your flame when you're down. Because there are things that when you're low, 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 that brings you joy. Music is one of the things that brought me from the ground, face down, welling, up, out. I paid attention to the emotion that music brought to me. I started paying attention to it. And slowly I started changing the types of songs that I would listen to 
They were, of course, at first, Lord, help me through this valley. Lord, get me up out of here, you know, all that. Into suddenly being able to say, okay, I have a sound mind. And then, oh, yeah, you know what? He's my Jesus. Let me tell you about him. He is the God of the story that I can write now. So just paying attention to your emotions is very important to get you up out of the dump and to ignite your sparkle, okay? That's number one. Number two, have positive connections. You need to stay engaged with positive, encouraged people. People who release energy that flames your sparkle. Even in a rough time, they stick around, feeding your soul with love and kindness and building you up in your faith. Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born in adversity. So, when we have positive connections, we can relate that to maybe coming to church on a regular basis and having those friends here that iron sharpens iron. We get, we get correction in church. We get love in church. We get refreshment in church. Our friends are here, and our connections need to stay deep in that because that's what helps our spark stay. I don't know about y'all, but through the week, things get kind of rough. And so when you come in here and you see Tammy or you see Kathy or you see Deb, you see Karen, you see people that you love, Angie and Frank, and they're smiling and they're just, oh, everything's you know going to be all right. It kind of ignites your flame. It re- rekindles your sparkle. And so we have to remind ourselves to stay connected. It's super hard because when I was in... Um, the last year going through a divorce, I wanted to hide, you know, because I, I wanted nothing more than to be a godly wife and to, to live for him and to show people what it's like to keep focusing on him. And so I was embarrassed and I was humiliated. But little by little, my dad called me one day and said, get yourself in church. And I was like, well, I'm going to Jamie's because they won't bother me. <laughs> They'll just let me sit in the back. <laughs> so f- quite a few months, I sat back there on that very back row, wore a hat, you know, just, just came, just got here. And when I got here, I could slowly feel the sparkle, you know, the fl- it just started a little bit and a little bit. And then when y'all would sing a song, I'm like, ooh, I have coattails. Like um, when they would sing a song, I'm like, ooh, I could sing that, and, you know, because I hadn't sung for a good two to three years. And, you know, I, I lost my sparkle. So it's important. I got here. I came here. I would press sometimes. Sometimes I'd walk in a few minutes late, not really wanting to be here. But each time I came, something different ignited my flame, ignited my spark. And um, I was asked at Christmas, which is my favorite holiday, um, to sing a song in honor of my mom. And that was the biggest moment that the flame was lit because when I was able to start out oh holy night it was like just all that darkness just started slowly spreading away now it's a choice every day we can come here to church on Sunday and Wednesday and we have those connections and that's great but having connections outside that encourage you friends that are at work or friends that are friends that you grew up with and even sometimes our family members are our best friend and they can encourage us and they can ignite that flame and they are there they're the brother that are there during adversity and that's so important a friend that loveth at all times that encourages at all times so having those positive connections is crucial in igniting your sparkle so number three take the lead Okay, so I might, you know, get off of how I was raised a little bit because a lot of times we were taught, you know, the man leads um, or we were taught you have to ask 15 other pastors if it's okay to do this 
or, um, you know, the Holy Spirit only, which is true, the Holy Spirit only. But here's the key. The Holy Spirit lives within us. He guides us. And if our heart's desire is to do good things and the right things and our energy is trying to be released to have a positive future, then we could take the lead because it's within us. And we physically, as a human, can take the lead. Taking the lead of your life is not selfish, negative thing. We have to get that in our head, okay? It is the opposite. It means that we value this life that the Lord has given us and the freedom he has given us through already winning the battle of sin and death. So Jamie, Jamie and Lisa cover that pretty well. Y'all know that the battle's over. So when we believe on him, he is dwelling within us. He will guide us. As we take the lead, he shines through us. And Psalms 119.105 says that he is a lamp to our a light. A lamp, a word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. So as we are trying to focus in on him, focus in on the Holy Spirit, reading his word, taking time to meditate, taking time to breathe, taking time to do those things that renew your soul and your spirit. How many of y'all actually take um, maybe five to ten minutes a day just to sit in pure quiet? Does anybody do that? Frank, Kathy? Yes? Oh, okay, cool. It is so important. You know, I know we were raised that we read, pray, witness, and obey, and it feels like we always had to work all the time for peace and to have assurance that we were right with God. I just want to tell you one of the biggest things that revelation that I've gotten in the last few years is that taking time for myself and taking time to do things that I like and taking times to do things that um, refresh me physically, uh, walking. My dad told me that too. He's like, get out and walk. He's like, depression can't stay there when you walk because you see the air, you see the trees, you see the birds, the community that I walk in, their little chickmunks and they're you know, they're just everywhere. And I was like, hey, bud, what's up? You know, you talk to him. But finding things that you can encourage yourself because that will help you take the lead. Because you can't take the lead in your life if you aren't trying to focus in on keeping yourself spiritually, physically, and mentally healthy. And so as we do those things, his Holy Spirit's inside of us. The word is a lamp into our feet. He guides us. It lights up. And boom, we can take the lead of our life. And I want you to know that it's okay to do that. You know, even as a husband and wife, we always confide, we always confirm, we always ask, hey, is this okay? But one of the best things you can do in a marriage is allow that spouse to be who they are and to take that journey and to take the lead in who they are and to build themselves up. Because once they love themselves and feel positive with the Holy Spirit in them, then man, automatically you just, you're a magnet to each other. You're a magnet, and then, oh, hey, what's up, man? And you're actually walking side by side through this life, and as you take a lead, you're in oneness. Does that make sense? Okay, so as taking a lead, please understand, it's not, you're not being boastful, and you're not like, excuse me, get out of my way. I'm, you know, not like that. That's not what I'm talking. You know, the kids at school where you want to be the leader, am I the leader today? You know, I'm not talking about that. I'm like just calmly and peacefully taking the lead of your life and what's going on. And to be honest with you, if you take a few minutes for one whole week for seven days in the morning, just five minutes, and just breathe. Hear yourself breathe. Lay there and hear yourself breathe and focus just in on stopping your mind, just clearing it out. Just breathe. And as you're breathing, 
there's this one song by Maverick City called Breathe. If you just plug that in and listen to it, it'll kind of give you the understanding of why you rest and breathe. Because he breathed into us his life. And so you can just kind of sit there. You can be ultra spiritual about it and say, as I'm breathing in, I'm breathing in his life. You know, I'm breathing in his Holy Spirit. That's great. That's a great way to do it. But also you're reminding yourself that you are alive. You are not dead. Um, through the last few years of my life, honestly, I didn't want to be alive. I didn't see a future. I didn't see hope. I, I just didn't know what was going to happen. I was lost because my whole life I lived for other people. I lived for my kids or I lived for my husband or I lived for my dad. You know, I lived for other people. And this tragedy, trauma, whatever you want to call it, has really ignited a sparkle in me that's different. It looks different. You know, it's not the same, and I'm thankful that it's different because I want to be, I don't want to go back to the old Jennifer. There are some things I want to keep, but that sparkle was for that time. This sparkle is different. It's new. And I just ask today that the Lord would renew your sparkle in you. And I wanted to read this last thing. If you have been in a position that has taken your sparkle and you need it lit again, I want you to know that Matthew 19, 26 says that with God, all things are possible. So believe me, it will come back once you settle yourself, settle your mind, settle in, get in your secret place, meditate, breathe. Psalms 91, 1 and 2 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I will trust. And as we turn our focus over on him by watching our emotions, by having positive connections, and by taking the lead, with him all things are possible. And you can, your sparkle can be reignited. And then maybe you'll get a new boat or you'll get a new gun or you'll get, <laughs> you never know. Those kind of things will happen, I'm sure. But before I close, there's this little song that we used to sing in children's church. And it's, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Remember that song? Let it shine. Hide it under. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under. No, I'm going to let it. Yeah. I want you guys that as you are out watching in your neighborhood the fireworks that are going on, maybe you'll go to the fireworks of Hurricane or downtown Charleston. I want you to just think about that being you to the world and the sparkle that the Lord has put in you. It's not little, but it is a light of mine, and you can let it shine. And don't let anybody hide it, okay? Don't let anybody take your sparkle away from you. It's so good that I'm at a position where I can share today. I'm thankful that Jamie gave me the opportunity because not only was I able to share with you a little bit of sparkle in life, but it encouraged me because I had to like really dig deep and say, you know what, this is what's happened to me. You know, this is how the Lord has brought me through a journey. If you are in a position where you've lost your sparkle, maybe, maybe there's illness in your family, you've lost someone you love, maybe there's trouble in your marriage, whatever it is, <clears throat> I want you to know that the Father is there for you, and he loves you more than anything. It doesn't matter how perfect you look. It doesn't matter how well you have things together. It does not matter. He loves us right there. He is right there. There was a moment when it got so dark for me, and I just looked up, and I said, you know what, Daddy? I need a hug, and instantly, 
I really felt arms around me. And from that moment on was when I thought, okay, I can do this. I can make this journey because he loves me. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be perfect. He loves me in the position that I'm in. And I want you to know, too, that you need to reach out for help. Don't, don't put yourself in, in silence. Don't, don't go alone. Don't try to go through your situations alone because there is sparkle in people. Karen has been very, very adamant about always through this last, what, nine months maybe, just let's go out to eat. Mexican's my favorite. Let's go out to eat. Let's go out to eat. And we did. And I pushed. And we did. And we did. And then I was like, okay, I'll go to this event with you. And I'll go to this event with you. You know, slowly I was able, with her holding my hand, to regain my sparkle. Because her daughter is a musician. She's wonderful. And it just lit something within me to watch young people again, you know, to use their gifts. And so thank you, Karen, for doing that. And thank you, Frank and Angie, for patiently working with me. Uh, in the music to get me back into what the Lord has gifted me for. I don't know where that's going. You don't know where your gifts are taking you. But I'm thankful that God places people in our life at certain times to keep us connected to ignite our flames. And so just know that no matter where you're at in life, reach out, okay? Reach out to somebody, a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister, a friend. Don't be alone. And um, I just want to pray over you before we close today and just instill in you the joy of the Lord. Father God, I thank you for these people. And I thank you, God, that you have sent them all to this place for such a time as this. And Lord, I thank you that you can release a sparkle within all of us. It's like, you know, one little light and it touches another and it touches another and it just down the road, it just lights it all up. And Lord, I just ask that you would ignite the flames in each one of these people this weekend as they celebrate the freedom of our country, as we celebrate um, our family and our friends, Lord. I just ask that your spirit would be there, that it would just be so joyful for everyone as they celebrate this weekend. And I do pray that, Lord, you would just revive the joy in these people's lives, Lord. I know as you're working in me and each day I feel your joy differently, do the same for these people, Lord. I just release that over to them. And I know, God, that you're going to um, give us some stories here of how joy has been rekindled in their lives, Lord. So we just thank you and praise you for that in your precious name. Amen. Thank you guys for the opportunity to share my